Um, let's see. How do we do this? How are we going to start it today? How do you want to start it? Do you want to start it or do you want me to start it? Or do I just like force you into it? <laughs> That's my, name. my name. My name is Corey. And you're listening. <laughs> Tonight we have a very special fucking guest joining us. Guess what, bitch? <laughs> Coronavirus! I'm a big fan. It's a good show. Speaking of fans, let's go to the faults. What What do you want from me, man? Like, I'm doing the best I fucking can. <laughs> like, I want it to be good. I want it to be decent. And I put so much work into this goddamn show, and I didn't notice that. It's okay. I'm fine. I'm great now. The sponsor. The sponsor. Listen, Brian, you motherfuckers. You're supposed to screen this shit. Fuck this. I'm done. Welcome, everybody, to The Right Way to Do Wrong. I am your host, Blake, and my beautiful eccentric, athletic, slim, stunning co-host, Garage, a man of God. Oh, thank you for that flattering introduction. All of it is true. How are you very, doing? Very true. Fantastic. My uh, feet are feeling thin as ever, and uh, I feel like I got, I got some new shoes, and if I, they're Velcro, and if I put them on real tight, I can run super fast. <laughs> How are you doing? I'm doing good, man. Um, busy. Man, what a busy week. Uh, different, though. Like, I, cars in the shop, so I've been dealing with the driving a rental, which is great. It's fantastic. Ooh, what'd you get? Um, it's a GMC Terrain. Fastest car in the world. Uh, <laughs> sure, yes. Every rental car is the fastest car in the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> The thing's, it's a phenomenally smooth drive, though. And, like, GMC isn't sponsoring us at all. But they should. They should, motherfuckers. Is, um, is that a, is it a, uh, like a, what do they call them, SUV thing? Crossover? Uh, yeah, it is, it is an SUV. It's, it's a full-size SUV, I guess. Oh, I gotcha. Um, so we're, like, SUV twins. Yes, yes, we are right now. And it's not bad. Uh, I'm not going to lie, brother. You've almost got me converted. Really? <laughs> it's comfortable. And, yeah. and I'm a big boy, so it's hard for me to get comfortable in a vehicle. Yeah. Well, that's why I drive trucks. Um, right. Like every vehicle I've had up until this one, which is still technically a truck because it's a, you know, a square body suburban. Uh, they're just, you know, there's room for your gut. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> right. You know what I do so, miss, though? What is that? Sorry to interrupt you, but what I do miss is that old Jimmy you had. Oh, my God. You're not the only one. I I miss that, too. But. Man, that motherfucker was so scary. It was so fun, though. But, like, remember that time you just floored it down the, that road out by the elementary? And, oh, and you, oh, and you ended up hitting, you hit, uh, that's what it was, is you hit, like, a, a bump in the road. And it freaking launched us off our chairs. 
Because <laughs> that thing is so it's so high profile, you know what I mean? Yes. And, and it's a little older, so the sharks maybe weren't that great. And so oh, there just, were like, no sharks. Around. It was yeah, it, yeah. It might as well have been on two by fours. <laughs> but I missed that truck. We uh, we sold it to my uncle Darius, and I think it, uh, you know, it was old. It it had yeah. well over two hundred thousand miles on it. It finally just gave out on him. I said bye. What what do you want from me, man? Like I'm doing the best I fucking can. <laughs> like, I want it to be good. I want it to be decent. And I put so much work into this goddamn show, and I didn't notice. But it's okay. I'm fine. That's gonna be our I'm new uh, intro thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, don't look. Uh, okay. The Google Doc page for a second. I'm gonna okay. give you two to choose from. And two what? Uh, quotes to choose from. Oh, to read. Yes. Uh... <clears throat> okay. Well. Okay. So this is our new segment called "Quote of the Week." Quote of the week. But there's gonna be two quotes because we're both doing one. Yes, I will say yours. Yeah. So basically, we pick a quote for each other, and the other has to read it. Um, right. I feel bad because the one I picked is a lot longer than this. Okay. The first one I, I like the most. Oh, oh I, you you like the most. Yeah, Donald J. Trump. You don't have it in your blood. Because I just think of him being like, <laughs> I feel like he got on like uh, Fortune or something, started seeing the Trump as God Emperor memes, and then got into uh, uh, 40K real bad. He's like, blood for the blood God. You don't have it in your blood. <laughs> and then like, when they ever they say 200,000 dead under your... Uh, your presidency he's like blood for the blood god skulls for the skull throne <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of where i'm like oh he uh we're of course talking about in the debate he was talking to joe biden and he was he was telling him he didn't have it in his blood to be president oh but he was vice president always loser second always coming in second yeah you're not a, you're not a winner you don't have it in your blood i got it uh, in my blood did you not, the best blood did you not even read the second one uh, yes, I did, but I forgot. Gordon Ramsay is a woke fuckboy. No, <laughs> Gordon Ramsay is walk fuckboy. <laughs> Who is Uncle Roger? Uncle Roger is this. Is he your uh, uncle? He's, no, he's a he's a chef that uh, he he's on YouTube and I think TikTok maybe, and he reviews. You're other not a chef chefs. if you're on TikTok. Well, he he reviews <laughs> Asian cuisine. The other chefs oh, like a walk, like chefs. the like a hot walk. What would I call like it? A, the, like the a like a hot walk. Yeah. And, okay, and okay. he was really impressed with Gordon Wham- Ramsay. Gordon Ramsay's cooking. I like the uh, way Gordon Ramsay cooks. Because Gordon Gordon Ramsay, uh, he he had a walk, and yeah. he was like, "Oh, holy shit, he's got a walk!" And then he, oh, Gordon is this Ramsay the guy that um, switch? And he's got two walks. And he was like, "Oh, <laughs> he got two fucking walks." It's it's great. Is he the guy that's like, if your rice is wet, you fucked up? Yes, yes. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Okay, I got one for you, and it's a lot longer, and I'm so sorry. Because I thought this was like a real quote thing. Oh, no. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay. Just go for it. Don't read it. Just read it out loud. Go for it. You seek a great fortune, you three who are now in chains. You will find a fortune, though it will not be the one to seek you. But first, you must travel a long and difficult road. A road fraught with peril. Mm-hmm. 
You shall see things wonderful to tell. You shall see a cow on the roof of a cotton house and all so many startlements. I cannot tell you how long this road shall be, but fear not the obstacles in your path, for fate has vouchsafed your reward. Though the road may wind, yea, your hearts grow weary, still shall ye follow them, even unto your salvation. Yay. Is that from Old Brother Where Our Town Yeah. Are? <laughs> I heard you slip into it after like after a couple lines like oh yep there he knows what's from <laughs> I see what you're going with nice that was the quotes of the day so I like yours better because it ends on a high note who's um, positive oh weren't you telling me that we actually got our first. Uh, hate comment. We on did one of our shows the other day. We got our first hate mail. They said, You guys sound like a bunch of fat motherfuckers in your basement, masturbating to Oreos, putting candy in crunching it in there. That's not what they said. <laughs> you know, why don't you tell me what they said? I'm a little disgruntled from your comment the other day. Not that I'm a stout, a stout leftist. Um, I am a, I'm I am a, a, a leftist Democrat. I felt upset about your double down on it comment, and I don't understand what caused you to come to that resolution. Thanks. Thank you for listening, Thanks. Mary. <laughs> Thanks, Karen. Karen. So, uh, I, I want you to cut it and put Karen in instead. Um, okay. Because <laughs> I, I fucked up and read the name of what I'm trying to say. So, listen, Karen. Uh, my statement to you is what I meant by the double down on it, uh, being I, what I said to Corey was you got to double down on it, bro. It's the Democrat way. Uh, <laughs> and, and she happened to take a little bit of offense to it. I'm sorry. You don't see things the same way I do. Um, but I'm going to tell you a little story. That can explain what I mean by how to, how to double down on it. So. So you take your vagina and you put the dick inside. Then you <laughs> lubricate and pre-stretch your ball hole and put the other dick in your ball hole. And then you've doubled down on it. Um, no. Right. <laughs> no. Um, so at the age of 22, Rosemary Marie Kennedy. At the age of 22 years old, received her first frontal transorbital lobotomy. Right? Do you remember this story, Corey? Yeah. Rosemary Kennedy was born at her parents' home in Brooklyn, Massachusetts. She was the third child, first daughter of Joseph P. Kennedy and Rose Fitzgerald. Right? She was named after her mother and was commonly called Rosemary. During her birth, the doctor, not immediately available, and the nurse ordered Rose Kennedy to keep her legs closed, forcing the baby's head to stay in the birth canal for two hours. The action mm. resulted in a harmful loss of oxygen, as we now know in today's time. Um, Rosemary began to grow. Uh, her parents noted she was not reaching the basic development steps an infant or toddler would. 
She had a hard time sitting up and crawling and learning to walk. So there were some severe developmental consequences due to some uh, medical neglect, right? She started getting harder to handle, Rosemary did. Um, She was becoming easily irritable and difficult, uh, having convulsions throughout the day. And she began sneaking out of the school she was a part of, the private school. Uh, It was like a a Catholic school, right? St. Christopher's Church for the Crazy Children. Is that where it was? No, I made that up. Oh, (laughs) she had uh, a lobotomy and they went through the head with her awake. She had a mild tranquilizer. They took an instrument that looked like a butter knife. So this, this, what, this was an open cranial lobotomy. Um, and then afterwards she was immediately institutionalized, uh, served several years at the Craig house, private psychiatric hospital. Um, and then she was relocated to Jefferson, Wisconsin, where she lived the rest of her life at the St. Coletta school for exceptional children, uh, formerly known as the St. Coletta Institute for backward youth. They pretty much set her up in a house by herself, nicknamed the Kennedy College by the Catholic nuns that worked at the site. But she then again had a second lobotomy. Hello, beautiful. Hey, there he is. I got a lonely baby. Yeah, I bet. So I understand why, how it ties into Double Down now that she got two lobotomies. Right. I don't remember how she got two lobotomies. Do you remember? Nope. Well, but I know what happened. I was looking. Okay, so whenever you were talking about that, I thought the comment was like a self-aware stab at Republicans, how Trump will lie, but then double down on his lies. Right, right. Well, what, okay, so a... what I was going at was her dad, when the first lobotomy didn't work, he got her another one. Yeah. <laughs> That's fucked up. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, they are. So, speaking of fucked up, uh, we had a local news article come out recently. Basically, what was it? Two guards and the uh, supervisor at OKC in Oklahoma City. City. Oklahoma City, yeah, detention center under fire. They're um, I don't know if they're facing charges or what, but I know they're facing some kind of punishment for playing Baby Shark on Baby repeat shark over the loudspeakers. Baby Shark, yeah, for hours. So basically, cruel and unusual punishment torturing inmates and uh i don't know exactly what they're facing charges wise or whatever it is but they are you know in some deep shit yeah they were uh they were forced to stand the entire time hands cuffed behind them and they were secured to the wall i didn't even see that i just thought it was over the loudspeakers that's no no that's and that that is uh directly off the tulsa world the charged uh the charged were gregory connell butler jr 21 of edmund Christian Charles Miles, 21 of Oklahoma City, and Christopher Raymond Hendershot, 50 of Wellington. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, of Wellston. District Attorney David Pratter charged them with misdemeanor counts of cruelty to a prisoner and conspiracy. Excuse me. It was unfortunate that I could not find a felony statute to fit this fact scenario, Pratter said. I would have preferred filing a felony on this behavior. The DA said the legislator definitely should look at making a change to the law. 
so they were just getting, they're just going to be charged a misdemeanor for what they've done. Crazy. Prisoners. Yeah. Freaking crazy. Um, um, so this time, is kind of, sh- sorry. At the no, time, Sheriff P.D. Taylor was in charge of jail operations. Um, a trust took over the jail as of July 1st this year. So this is, um, we hadn't planned to speak on this today, but it, it is related and maybe kind of curious to hear your take on it. Um, so I live, you know, in Tulsa and there's a tattoo shop right around the corner that uh, came under fire because they had a correctional officer come in and he was retired. He'd been doing it for 40 something years and wanted um, a tattoo of his badge and some shit on it. I forgot what exactly it was, but he was his badge and like some kind of commemorative thing. And uh, they turned him away because it, uh, the shop said it was their, you know, creative differences. Rather that you know they just couldn't do the style. They said it wouldn't tattoo well. It would look bad. And they didn't want to do it. Mm-hmm. And so he took to a Blue Lives Matter group on Facebook, put them on blast, and then the shop came under attack by hundreds of people who are saying that they hate cops and stuff. So where, what do you think about that? Because they refused service to a cop or not even a cop. He's a fucking correctional guy. I hate how they're like, we're cops. I think, I think it's a hard subject because obviously they're, um, they're equating it to the the gay bakers, the the bakers that refused. I'm sorry. The officer had a lot of sentimentality wrapped up in this tattoo he wanted. Now, by right, it is every bit the shop's right to refuse service to anyone. Anyone. Uh, with, with non-discrimination of any kind. What I mean is like they can, they can, they can refuse service to anyone equally for any reason. As Just long as it's not like racial expression. or something, right? Like as long as it's not. As long as it's not like I'm sorry, I can't tattoo you because, quote, you're black. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you can't do shit like that. But, uh, but for, for example, uh, like well, the, I, I don't know. I don't this, know what affects that artist. I don't know if he just. His wife was just shot, or his children died in a car wreck involved with an emergency police vehicle. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like I don't. He 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 may not physically be able to do the artwork. Yeah. You know. Because it's um, also so like I, they have um their their tattoo styling at that shop specifically that I I can recall is very much like the old school tattoo styles. You know what I mean? That's that's something kind of like hyper realistic. They may not even be, have someone there that can do that. You know. Right. And let's be honest about it. There's got to be what. Four different shops near you? Fuck, dude. At least. At right. least four. Right. And so, I, mean, I mean, right there's not, a mile and a half away, there's the shop that it, the guy got, uh, he got shit on because he grabbed the lady by the pussy. You know what I mean? He's like, Donald Trump. You oh remember my that? God. Do you remember that? Uh, no, I don't. That's fucking uh, ridiculous. Yeah, so just go there. <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean, there's there's other places you can go and be but um his the people that are supporting him uh, are comparing it to the bakers that refuse the gay couple oh uh, no yeah uh no it's not and, and okay it's so a profession it, it's not like a life thing you know uh, what I mean? like, right and yeah. i don't know the story about the uh bakers that got that that refused service like i don't know what they were just, it was like a Republican town and they, they didn't want to do a gay cake for a gay wedding. Well, like it just said like, 
happy happy marriage to Bob and Gary or something. And they <laughs> something just like that. It. it was a couple years ago. I can't remember the exact details, but it was something like that. But that's what they're comparing it to. Uh, that's a bit ridiculous. And that's that's thing different. Like, that's that's specific. Yeah, it's specifically uh, like because they're hate, you know but specifically it's a, targeted hate. So yeah. like, um, and. Sure. So, okay. You could what argue if? someone could argue that it's specifically targeted hate for a police officer. Yeah. Okay. So if okay, but go let's, to a let's different go shop on that because you don't want that person tattooing on your body. Period. Mm-hmm. Especially so, on a spot of your body that you can't watch it happen. Yeah. Right? Well, I mean, what are you going to do? You can't fix it. You know what I mean? Like it's permanent. No, it's exactly it's permanent. So but, okay. So if um if he was kicked out or I mean refused service because he was a cop, if it was some kind of like the anti cop type thing, if they're Antifa, what like is that go somewhere even else? A legal issue? Capitalism prevails. There's plenty of other places to spend mm-hmm. your money. But is you that does he to, have any right to complain about it? Because he he's not a protected class. Does have a right to complain about it? But it's just like the argument I have um, with a lot of. Uh, a lot of new age arguments right now. And, and what I, what I mean by that to clarify is uh, the mob. You don't believe in magic rocks? No, 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 no. The mob mentality that's happening. What mob I understand mentality? that you're upset and you want, you want to protest, but you don't, you don't fucking have to walk up. You don't have to walk up to people having a fucking birthday party and flip the fucking tables and, rip the birthday oh you're talking about that thing i think that's just propaganda because Uh, they're saying that it's like black lives matter it's just like two black people that's what i mean well that's okay so that's what i mean is like i think that's right-wing stuff because you say you say it's right-wing propaganda i say it's probably someone who's just angry I'm talking about the people themselves that did the act are probably just shitty neighbors. You know what I mean? They're shitty neighbors anywhere. But when you see that spread online, that caption is just a fucking... Oh, it's definitely propaganda. Yeah, being yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Like, yes. it's literally which like is, two women. <laughs> you know which I mean? is from both sides, I'm noticing as well. And it's it's a it's a fight they, they want us to have. They That's why we got to get rid of social media. Uh, yeah. And well, and just like... I, I don't know. It, it's... It's crazy to me. It's like well, there's there's a clear agenda being pushed in mainstream media. And then you have the counter Twitter feed of QAnon, right? And I'm not I'm not a supporter of them at all. All right. Um let's get that straight. Uh but I will say I am uh it's interesting I'm not because okay. you I'm want... not okay with a a corporate entity or I don't I'm not okay with a corporate entity of any kind telling me what's okay to say. Well, that's what's interesting is there's not a good option for anything because I was talking to my dad about this earlier like, you know, fake news and propaganda is so out of control, you almost get to the point where you have to have the government or an entity step in. And make sure it's unbiased, but then you have that can of worms where no government entity or no corporation is going to have unbiased filtering. So we were disconnected. We had a little bit of a technical difficulty, but instead of continuing on those topics, since we basically kind of covered them, it's just all opinion at this point. Let's go ahead and move on to our next one, which was kind of interesting. Uh, the 
pussy statue. <laughs> uh, well, in Richmond, California, the Richmond police were called twice Friday evening and well, Friday and Saturday to break up illegal gatherings at city-owned Point Molate Molate. Uh, officers responded to the first report described as a possible Antifa gathering around 9.30 p.m. Friday. <laughs> Ground Found a group of some 50 people wearing black uniforms who had arrived aboard a party bus and were told they were trespassing on city property. They were then ordered to leave. You could see? Yeah. Um... The second report came in about 1.30 a.m. Saturday after security at the neighboring Chevron Richmond Refiner reported seeing people around the historic dock and building at a point, Point Malat, Malate, Point Malate. We'll say it that way. About 60 people were detained on and around the dock and pump house, police said. Um... Inside, they located some items that won't be further described. Uh, I didn't get any of that. It all broke up. Mm. I was just saying, I got a picture of it pulled up, and it's a pretty nice little lake. I would, I'd party with some vagina there. Like a giant <laughs> vagina. I'd go there, and I always wear black anyways, and so I just fit right in. Inside of, uh, inside the located items at the pump house that will not be further described <laughs> led the officers to believe it was some kind of occult group or activist group <laughs> since this event was in close proximity to the Chevron refinery. And the it's probably said, just a bunch of double-headed dildos. <laughs> the department said in announcement, they were pre-recorded audio files being played in the background relating to Mother Earth and climate change. See, that's awesome. Why can't... Oh, go ahead. <laughs> One of the items reportedly found was a four-foot model of a vagina. According to the post by the Richmond Police Captain Al Wale on social media. <laughs> uh, it appeared as a well-organized group and it may have had these props and accessories previously staged. Uh, the Point Malot property wants a wine processing facility. Uh, See, that's like really wholesome though, because we don't, you know, you don't have that kind of stuff happening anymore. You don't have like hippie groups having crazy orgies out on a lake. You know, you don't have that. You have like a semi pseudo Christian occult, like cults that have. Child rapists around them. You know what I mean? Like, right, right. Your, your groups aren't wonderful hippie people anymore. Well, what happened to the 60s? The city council earlier this month approved a large scale residential development uh, plan, which was objected by a bunch of the environmental groups and Native American activists. Yeah. So they, they think it was possible, it, it possibly was just a bunch of people. Uh, you know, gathering to like protest that, but they're probably just dropping some acid and having orgies. Probably having a good time. Yeah, just having a good time. 
speaking of venereal diseases, uh, there is a level four health emergency in China. Apparently in the provinces of Yunnan and Mongolia, there were outbreaks of the bubonic plague, the black death. Damn. Um, I don't know. Did you, did you not hear anything about that? I did actually a little bit. My dad was telling me about it. I don't remember a lot of details, but the fact that they're having a breakout is insane. Well, it was a few months back. And, Isn't there uh, also a, a, a new SARS outbreak? Yes, I believe so. Um, or is SARS... Oh, SARS is COVID. <laughs> Never mind. Well, yeah, okay, so it's the, the, they are the same family. Yeah. Yes. But uh, like this any, is separate than separate than COVID though, isn't it? The one, the new outbreak or yeah, my crazy. Yeah, it's a different version of SARS other than COVID. Yeah. Right. Um Oh, and I have good news for you, Corey. I managed to also dig up and find that Jackie Chan did get to keep his mansion. Fuck yeah. So, That's the best news I've heard all week. <laughs> but anyway, uh back to the level 4 health emergency. Uh, there have been two different types of bubonic plague found. That's two different bacterial strains. Jesus. Uh, there's six <laughs> confirmed cases, three dead rats, uh, countywide tests. Um, very, they're in a very remote area. Um, and it, it, what seems suspicious about it right now is we know that the, the Chinese government fudged the numbers a little bit when it came yeah. to COVID cases they had. So they think uh, they're doing the same thing? They, they think they're doing the same thing with this bubonic plague. And, like, the fact that yeah. it's an emergency level four, like, what is it really? Yeah, um, that's what true. what they're trying to argue. I wonder, well, that, is that something that will spread across? Because it, it was back in the day it was carried on mice, right? Oh, yeah. Well, rats, rats primarily plague bacteria. Uh -huh. But uh, it fucking, in was highly populated areas, it spread like wildfire. Yeah. Um, is that something that would happen again here? Or is that something that's more the modern so times would be that's harder? that's the argument is that it's had... So first of all, it's had time. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's had time to evolve. And, mm, and adapt. And well, it, a lot of the problem now is uh, we got in the habit as a medical community... If there was an infection of some kind, instead of letting your body oh, antibiotics naturally with antibodies, you they used antibiotics. Yeah. So they and, think that well, it's antibiotic resistant? Well, so they, it is that's one of the major concerns is it is antibiotic it's 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 resistant. It's more resistant to antibiotics than the previous strains of it. Oh, interesting. Okay. So uh the, art, the, the thing that they're worried about is because we've introduced these antibiotics into the environment of these bacteria, they're now evolving to be able to defend against antibiotics. So uh, as they become stronger against antibiotics, we don't have anything to fight them in the medical community anymore. Mm -hmm. They'll eventually become immune. Superbugs. Um, but there have is you... a... <clears throat> Off topic, so... real quick. Okay. Um, are you familiar with King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard? King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard? Who is that? <laughs> They're a band, and it's really hard to give them a description that doesn't take like 30 minutes. 
Okay. Uh, um, they do a lot of different things. Like, it's not just one genre. They have, like, five or eight that they do. And okay. They put out a, uh, a metal album, I'm thinking 2019, maybe 18. And they have a song about super bacteria and super bugs. <laughs> and it's really good. It's like super bugs. It's, every time we bring up super bugs and like uh, antibiotic resistant stuff, I'm like super bug. Nice. <laughs> 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 Highly um, recommend so that album. There is thankfully one way to find it. Okay. Uh, bacteriophages is the argument, they think. Uh, there's this Sounds like some in- kind of necromagic. There's this interesting new process called bacteriophage therapy and phage therapy. And what bacteriophages are is they are a very simple virus um, that focuses on small single cell organisms, um, bacteria. Okay. Uh, And what they think they can do is they might be able to fine-tune these bacteriophages or different types of bacteriophages to hunt these different types of bacteria that are resistant to antibodies. Oh, and eat Because the trade-off here is that in order for bacteria to become more resistant to bacteriophages, they have to lose the proteins that make them resistant to antibiotics. So we can kind of catch them in this uh, catch 22, right? Where they can't, they can't be strong against one without being weak against the other. Yeah. Could we, hmm. Could we get to the point where we have our own like nanobots doing this? Well, essentially that's what it, uh, you won't have to have nanobots cause you've got living organisms doing it for you. But I mean, wouldn't there be some sort of like, I don't know, side effects or something? Like they're going to, they, they eat uh, all the bacteria, the but then they worry, go crazy? The potential worry is that what happens if the bacteriophages evolve into a virus to attack complex complex? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it starts infecting your cells with the virus and attacking you. That's, that is the main concern. And that's why like there's, there's a lot of research that needs to be done, but it is a possible answer to the, Oh, I don't know. The fucking black death is spreading in China right now. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, inevitably, you know, unless we find an alternative to antibiotics, we're going to have, you know, a, a point where we only have antibacterial or antibacterial antibiotic resistant uh, bugs out there, you know? Yes. And it's going to eat our assholes, our entire assholes. <laughs> um. Can I divert your attention to page three of our. Um, Prompt. Sure. Oh yes, Daddy. <laughs> Make love, not war. <laughs> Spread the Rona through my bona. Through my bona, yes. Which, which virus was it that um, was spreading through sex? Zika virus? Is that which one it was? Uh, Zika was. HIV was a big one. Uh, well, uh, Zika, I think, is the one I was thinking of, the more recent. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and uh, HPV. The human papillomavirus. Get them, uh, get scrape my, get my, get my scrapes on and check and see if I got the HPV. 
But speaking of China, uh, since we were on the subject of China, <laughs> well, this is me crumbling my paper that was made in China. <laughs> speaking of China, <laughs> they have built a massive radio dish to ensure they are the first to contact ET. How big um, is it? It, it, oh, that's a good question, brother. Let's do some research. It's okay. I was just being around. <laughs> just fucking no, you're right. I should I should know. I should no, know. we don't need to know. We don't need to know. I'll take your word for it. It's huge. The biggest radio you've ever seen. It's huge. The biggest radio we've ever seen. Our space force will be the best. China's huge alien hunting telescope is finished. It's testing phase. Um, really? It is in the... Guizhou province. I believe that's how you pronounce that. Very good. Uh, 500 meter aperture spherical test telescope or fast began operation in 2016. Yeah. Testing. So a meter is three feet. Uh, I, I no, that's a, uh, a yard. Is yeah. A meter is a meter is about 3.2 feet, 3.28. So you got 500 meters. I'm just going to do my quick maths. That's 1,640 feet. Damn. Yeah. I, I'm really good at math, huh? Yeah. Mm, you are thanks. really good at math. That was my calculator. <laughs> but anyway, they want to be the first contact aliens. They're, they are sprinting toward it. And the U.S., what are we doing? We're doubling down. <laughs> really? Uh, aliens, uh, they're, uh, there's no reason to find them. Which could be used as an argument we're already in contact with them. So we don't need the antenna. Right? That is a good point. That is a good point. Uh, could be the tall whites. <laughs> but anyway, on the real note, uh, didn't you want to... I think you were wanting to talk about... Uh, our president recently gotten into some issues, huh? Wow. That motherfucker. <laughs> there's so many. It's such a fun topic because it's not only terrifying, but also there's so many crazy theories out there right now about what's going on with him. Mm-hmm. You know, he just was uh, hospitalized with the Rhoda. And um, there's so much speculation on that, on whether or not he really is, you know, sick or not, or if he's trying to use it as a campaign thing. And then... While he's in the hospital, there's uh, tons of uh, Republicans coming out as being uh, diagnosed with Corona from uh, from a couple different interactions spread throughout the White House oh, and the, the no. Rose Garden ceremony. And uh, they just came out and said, I think most recently, that his aide, uh, Stephen Miller, I think, I think that's his name. It doesn't matter what his name is. I'll cut that out. But his aide... Uh, you know, got it, and so it's just it's just so crazy right now. And uh, did you see where he? Oh God, there's just so much. He does. He just doesn't quit. There's so much. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm sick so, of COVID. Uh, two days at the hospital, uh, and then he comes out and he's making the fucking news. You know what happened? Yeah. I I, like, I just recently took a prednisone pack from yeah. like when I found out I had asthma. And it's and, feeling good. Uh, oh my God! That day too, 
or day one, when you're taking fucking four of them pills in one day, yeah. you feel fucking fantastic. And then day two, he's he's still like rushing from the day one, and then he's got three more pills to take. And he's like, you know what? I can go back and do some work. I'm feeling great. And well, they, say, um, they say this shit doesn't hit till day nine. Like, yeah. you start feeling better, and then day nine, it fucking hits you again. Well, that's interesting. I haven't heard that. That's really interesting. Um, I well, kind the of people that think have the bad reaction. The course. bad, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, that's what a lot of people say. Like, they'll be fine one minute, and then they'll just drop dead. Right. Not drop dead, but just, just fucking drop. Um, what I think is interesting, I think he's doing a, um, like a dictator thing. You know how... When dictators are ill, they try to look real uh, good. That way, they don't, you know, don't come off as weak or anything. Like, it's the biggest shame to look weak. Like, you know how Putin's like hyper masculine, right? I think that's what it is. He's trying to show everybody that he's like, it's not no big deal. It's no big deal. Nothing to worry about. But um, did you see the the video of him uh, when he arrived back at the warehouse? Or why <laughs> when he arrived at the warehouse? The White House, he's out there doing the photo op, and he's just, like, gasping for air. <laughs> I did see that. I did happen yeah. to see it. And there was a couple of times he was wincing in pain. Yes. And, like, I, grabbing at his side. Like, it was, I was like, you, you're definitely he, feeling he it, man. probably, as soon as he got off out of sight of the cameras, got in a wheelchair and got on oxygen. You think so? I, if, Okay. With my asthma, I've been like that kind of sick before many times. Oh my god, that's my biggest. And if I bad. had, if I had the money and healthcare that he did, my motherfucking ass would have oxygen on me, or you know what I mean. Like if I'm that bad off, yeah. Right. But uh, I don't know. I think, and then also he's not wearing a mask in the White House. Like what the fuck? Uh, <laughs> he's I actually saw got. That. Yeah. Saw the, and like, it would be different if he didn't have coronavirus, but he's been diagnosed, confirmed. And like, a mask is one of the best ways to prevent the spread. Yeah. Like, so, it, 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 you, okay. So, if they took it seriously and isolated him from a lot of other people, only had certain staff have access to him, because number one, he is the president, um, it would make sense that he's not wearing one. You know what I mean? Right. But being diagnosed positive. Having those people around you and you're just spreading it. It's crazy. Yes. And you haven't heard anything about Ivanka, how she's doing it all. Yeah, she got it too. She tested positive. Not Ivanka Trump. What's his wife's name? I always uh, get them mixed up. She's a tall white, remember? So Yes, so she can't get sick. (laughs) Um, So another thing that's kind of fucked up. That is a Palladian alien, by the way. We're not just calling her a fucking tall white person. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that is that is a very questionable reference. We we do have to clarify that. Yeah, that we're talking that about a <laughs> type of alien, not that she's a tall, white person, whatever. Not a God, man that's Kessel. funny. <laughs> that's funny. Um, so, did you see his joyride where he got in the car with the Secret Service and made him drive around so he could take a photo up? I heard about it. I did not read the article. Oh, he will do anything for a photo op. Oh, no. But those cars, okay, so those cars are hermetically sealed in order to protect the president from a gas attack or some kind of, like, bioterror attack. Okay. They recirculate the air. Oh, so, no. Oh, this is actually a freaking bombshell. The CDC just confirmed, I think yesterday or maybe the day before, I saw it on Reddit, like, 
real late at night. That to me. Holy shit. Yes, they confirmed it, that it's airborne. Yeah, they confirmed it. They not speculated even, it not even for months. Like coughing, like just just breathing, heavy breathing, breathing during the incubation period. Yeah. And if you are gasping for air, that's heavy breathing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you're in this car, air is circulating. This guy in the back seat is like gasping for air. You're breathing that air, even if you got a mask on. Right. It's fucking crazy. So he put his he put his uh, security in at risk just by the photo op. Right. Driving around. So this is an interesting uh, article. Do you think the staff has, uh, do you think the staff has already taken the test vaccine? Ooh. Do you think it's a test? I have trouble believing, I have trouble believing that there is a test vaccine. Yes. Because it's so early. Yeah, it's so freaking early, and I know that this is their job, and they do this year-round, and, like, they prepare prepare for this kind of stuff, but, man, I don't know. Right. (laughs) I have a hard time believing that it's going to work, even if they do have something this soon. Good. Yeah, you're still good. So, um... There was an article uh, that is kind of interesting, um, and it's, it's basically all Twitter and TikTok. Um, so you know Kellyanne Conway, who is uh, she? I don't know if she's still on Fox News any, anymore. Is she still on Fox News? Who? Kellyanne Conway. I don't know. I don't watch Fox News that often. Well, she's um, not even just on there, but she's been in the. Um, internet's sphere on and off because she's such a um uh, i don't know she's like a super right-wing propaganda machine if that makes sense okay. like she's always just been super pro-trump super just kind of like kind of the white um housewife version of they're turning the frogs gay okay okay does that make sense? But more mainstream, but still that kind of like that kind of conspiracy type, right? Well, her own daughter, she got so she caught COVID <laughs> to her daughter, who is a leftist and is 15 years old. And her kid came out on TikTok, TikTok saying, uh, and I quote, guys, LMAO, he's not doing better. He's so ridiculous. Apparently, he's doing badly, lol. And they are doing what they can to stabilize him. So her kid, because, you know, Kellyanne Conway, she's, she's been in the White House in and out doing that kind of stuff. She's press, basically. So she would kind of know. And um, her kid came out saying, no, nah, they're fucking lying. He's doing bad. Uh, speaking of the White House, uh, did, you, did you hear about Hillary? No. Okay. Um, well, John Brennan declassified notes and emails uh, that the CIA had. On, from Hillary's private server. But the emails. I can't wait to hear it. Yeah, I know. Well, I mean, maybe it'll give some insight on what's really going on. So what was it? Uh, well, I, I don't have that information yet. It's just there is, I guess, what was released, what has been declassified of the documents. Um, former CIA director John Brennan briefed former President Obama on Hillary Clinton's purported plan, quote unquote, uh, to tie then-candidate Donald Trump to Russia as a means of distracting the public from her use of a private email server. That's interesting. Um, so, but didn't um, didn't 
uh, the Republicans, I can't remember who exactly it was, but didn't some of them get caught doing the same thing once Trump was president? Yes. Yeah. So, I totally get the whole security issue. I totally get that. Oh, yeah. But you can't be hypocrites about it, you know? Uh, correct. Right. And it, this this is just another example of agenda pushing, right? Yeah, we're, true. We're, I, I don't know. It's, I think it's a way to tie Biden to Hillary and Obama, right? Oh, yeah. You know what, so I, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm, I think mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. what this is ultimately for. Now, I haven't sat down and actually read through the documents, but you can find uh, the PDFs. Um, yeah. And honestly, it's not hard to find dirt on Biden. I mean, he's been a politician for God knows how long. Oh, you know what I mean? 40 years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, he was VP during oil war, oil wars and stuff. You know oh, what yeah. I mean? Like, I mean, there's plenty of videos where you can see he has flipped from his political views yeah. from when he first started to now. <clears throat> but I would argue, so, I would, okay, generally I would argue that it's good that a politician grows over the years uh, because you don't. Okay. You don't like because if you know times change, people change, and they need to listen to their voters and they need their opinions to um, evolve with their constituents. Because we should be voting what the people want, not what the politician wants. Right. But with Biden, even recently, and I don't know if it's dementia or if it's just him being Biden, but it feels like most of the time he's saying what people want to hear just to get in. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. And here's another thing that really turned me off of Biden. And like, I don't support Trump, but mm-hmm. I, I have a really hard time supporting Biden. Um, and one of the things that happened during the presidential debate, I don't even know if you caught this, but when I watched the whole thing, um, there was a spot, I don't know, maybe like eight, 10 minutes in, I'm not even sure, but he started using, he, he Biden said something to the lines of, Remember your families that you've lost to COVID when you vote in November this year. Yeah. And like, so I I thought about that for a minute. I knew what he was getting at. He was, he meant remember the families that died under Trump's watch. Yeah. The family members. And I get what he was going for at that. But what I received from that, the way he said it, all I received from that is he was using families to gain votes. And I'm not putting Trump above that. Okay. Trump would do the same fucking thing. Oh yeah. He's, okay. he's done worse than that. <laughs> you right. know what I mean? And, and uh, but it, it just, it fucking rubbed me wrong. And it just yeah. made me realize that the, like we've argued before, man, these are both sides of the same fucking coin. Oh yeah. And 100%. We need, we need a third, we need a third party option, a good, solid, independent option for once that can fucking stand up and, and, and fucking lead the nation to greatness and take over. You know what You're I mean? almost right. You're almost 100% right. Like, I just, I'm afraid that a third party would just be just another corporate votes. patsy. Just yeah, suck up votes, suck votes and let the other side win. Mm-hmm. Right. I, I, my thought is that we need to ban all political parties. Yeah. But that would never happen in a million years. Never. Because even if you ban them, on the surface, people are going to group together like-minded individuals. You know what I mean? Right. So, and it's funny because like Joe Jorgensen kind of got a little bit of uh, a little bit of boost whenever uh, I don't even know when, just because 
Oh, before before everything really, really got bad because people didn't want Biden. They didn't want Trump or Biden. And then Joe is just a fucking Republican, but worse. Like, libertarians are worse right. than Republicans. Right. Like, in theory, I think libertarians are the closest to uh, being right. But in practice, you can't have a libertarian government because it's just rampant capitalism. Right. Like, I agree well, with all like, the freedoms I, and stuff, and I agree that the Constitution and all that stuff, like, you have oh. to have your rights, but it gets a little bit too chaotic whenever there's no uh, no government oversight. And a lot of arguments I have, I, I, a lot of arguments I, I, get, I get from other people, um, especially some libertarian friends I have, is that they want a good constitutionalist. Yeah. And the problem I have, like, I, I agree with them. I, I agree with the majority of that statement that a good constitutionalist is needed, but you, it's not gonna you also have to remember though. that the constitution was made to be elastic to a degree. It's to change and amend and to find better ways to make the government work. Exactly. The American experiment or whatever, you know? Right. Right. I think if you take, so if you can merge the, constitutional rights of libertarianism with the um, economic like economic uh, socialist programs like our roads, like our military like our schools you know what I mean, merge those you would have a much better system, but we have rampant capitalism now that is just unchecked we have monopolies like Amazon, Google you know, oh my not even, God. Not even Google, it's Alphabet uh, the estimated worth of his business fucking over ten trillion dollars now. Yeah, his assets and it, and shit. it doubled during it. Uh, all that happened, the, the growth was during the uh, pandemic. It exploded during because everyone's the pandemic and quarantine, mm-hmm. making trillions of dollars, trillions, you trillions. Know that if me and you worked every day of our life since we were fifteen, and I, I'm talking like twenty dollars, thirty dollars an hour, Corey. Yeah. Together, our salaries would never see that. I know. It's crazy. And, like, good for him, but also morally, that's, like, how can no, you justify that? It's yeah, because up, when you have a society... And, and a like, lot of that... So, sure, a lot of that is jealousy. And what if, whatever, you know, uh, don't covet thy neighbor. Uh, I'm not coveting him. I, I think... Like I you would were saying, like to, to know. a certain degree... You know, it was also a statement issued by the World Bank that over 150 million individuals will never recover from this by yeah. 2035. Be, I believe oh, it. That it'll be crippling for them. Mm-hmm. So, and uh, I would imagine if Trump is evading taxes and he's the president, I would imagine fucking Jeff Bezos is. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And how much? But of, I mean, uh, also, so you can't. That's a hard argument to have because you can't just say, "Well, they didn't pay any in taxes." And the individual, the individual Jeff Bezos may not, but the individual Jeff Bezos also doesn't have a trillion dollars. True, it's tied up in his assets, it's the corporation, his business, but, his, um, his value worth of his business and the stock. We're gonna market. find out real quick. <laughs> someone, someone started a fire. Yeah, so Amazon had to pay federal income taxes for the first time since 2016 and 2020. Just imagine, though, the taxes that they missed out from 2016 to 2019. Three years of a corporation Uh that big. Like, obviously, they're bigger now than they ever had been, but still, that's a lot of fucking money. 
Right. It is a lot of money. And in 2018, Amazon posted income of more than $11 billion, but the company paid $0 in federal taxes. And thanks to how tax much and credit deductions. In? in fact, thanks to tax and credit deductions, Amazon received a federal tax refund of $129 million. But how much did they pay in? Pay into what? That year. None. They paid zero in federal taxes. No, 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 no. How much did they pay in throughout the year to qualify for zero? Because, like, me and you, have we, we pay taxes throughout the year on our salary, right? Mm-hmm. Well, they pay taxes on individual uh, – on, on the products. Are you talking sell. about income tax? Well, yeah, not only income tax, but the, in trade and transit and uh, – not and that much. They, I mean, because, you know, there's a lot of, like, we don't have to, we only <laughs> recently had to start paying uh, sales tax. You know what I mean? Mm, right. Yeah, I mean, I would imagine that they're using all this as write-offs. That way they could pay zero. I see. Either way, they have a monopoly, and they're not pulling their weight. Yeah, it is definitely a monopoly. I mean, but businesses have been doing that forever. There's uh, there's huge corporations I can think of right now that have several umbrella corporations underneath them. Oh, Google and And, uh, and Alphabet. Oh, and Alphabet. (laughs) Alphabet, yeah. Exactly. I didn't even know. Well, and it's interesting. uh, If you watch, a lot of the times what those big corporations will do is they'll take their investments – and businesses that aren't yielding returns, and they'll group them together in one big sister corporation. Uh-huh. And then let it go bankrupt. And, and let, that, let that go bankrupt, get the insurance from it and everything, mm-hmm. and you know, write it off, fix everything in the accounts. Uh-huh. And then they put all of their good producing into one as well. Mm-hmm. So it's, I would it's, like to... it's scary. It's a very Whenever... volatile market. It may be 10 years down the road. But if we survive long enough to find out, it's going to be so interesting to see what really went on with Trump's taxes, with his casinos, because oh, um, there's a lot of speculation that they're money laundering schemes for Russian uh, uh, bureaucrats and stuff. Like, it's really interesting. Cannot wait to see that for the truth to come out. Well, even. remember, he signed over a lot of his businesses to his children when this all first got that's, started. Oh, that's true. So his that's hands true. are clean of it. It's, it's, uh-huh. it's, uh, it's just like... The argument for Hunter Biden and Joe Biden. Like, yeah. Is is there a quid pro quo because it was Joe Biden's son? Yeah. Right. <clears throat> yeah. So it's going to be cool, though. It's going to be interesting to see what happens if we survive as a nation that long. <laughs> That's the right. problem. That's what it comes down to is if we survive long enough. Because if he dies, what the fuck happens? Yeah. 30 days from election? Was it not 30 days? But we're really fucking close. To, it's under 30. Well, now, I, I don't know. <laughs> he doesn't look like he's doing bad. But at the same <clears> breath, <throat> he did look bad. You know what I mean? Like, it's, yeah, I'm just saying. I'm, not, I'm just. I'm, I don't want him to because I'd like this election to go properly. Because we have to, like the only way to get out of this is to have a very. I don't wish. Good. I I try my best not to wish death on anyone. I think yeah. it's. I think it's something that we shouldn't do um, is because it's like karma, right? You, put, you get, you get back what you put out, but 
and well, fold. I just want to see him suffer for everything that he's done. <laughs> Someone's a vindictive little bitch. <clears throat> well, think about it. Though. <laughs> he's got 200,000 dead. As soon as he's out of office, it's all of his shit's going to come to light. You know, all of his, his little, his whole thing. Um, you could potentially get a Rico case out of all this because of his connections. If it truly, if it truly has these connections, is doing the money laundering and all that, you have a Rico case that could be massive because he yeah. always is like, he runs it kind of like the mob where he doesn't necessarily say it, but he implies it and then you go do it for him. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm kind of glad that we are going to be able to wrap up on two positive stories. Uh, mine is Dogface. Have you seen the video of the guy skateboarding, listening to uh, Fleetwood Mac, and drinking Ocean Spray? Yeah, okay. Yeah. So he, um, he's he been doing his thing. Apparently he's been on TikTok for a little while now, making these videos, dance and stuff while he's at work and stuff like that. And uh, he's living in an RV next to his trailer, brother's house. Doesn't have a car, so he's skateboarding to work and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Kind of having a, having a time of it. You know, the struggle, the American struggle. And, uh, his, you know, his video went viral of him just chilling and vibing on his way to work. And, uh, the freaking dude from Fleetwood Mac, like, made a duplicate copy, like a, a spoof of it, where he did his own, where he's drinking the spray and stuff, listening to the song. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and they, uh, they reached out and, like, they're like, after the, after the coronavirus, we should do it together. But, uh, anyways... He got a truck gifted to him full of ocean spray by ocean spray. Like they pulled up, oh, gave him a truck. Dope. Yeah, got a car, got a whole bunch of ocean spray. And uh, I think initially when this first started, he had like $10,000 worth of donations given to him. And so he was, he was trying to uh, fix up his RV, get a better RV. He gave a bunch to his mom. So he just seems like a, you know, like a family dude. You know what I mean? Like hard times, but a decent dude. Right. And he's like, kind of like, it's kind of like hitting the TikTok lottery. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, it's just good seeing like positive, like a positive, uh, a thing. We know when we're going through so much right now as a country. Good. Flappy bird. So what is your uplifting news? AKA not ripoff of the week. Um, oh, Gail S. Hal Halverson. Yeah, that's how. Yeah, that's how. He'll be turning 100 years old. Excuse me. Hal will be turning 100 years old this Saturday. Fuck yeah. Happy birthday, Hal. Um, three years after World War II, he was still flying a C-54 cargo plane over Berlin and Germany. Germany, a divided country, East communist-controlled and a liberated West. Um... In what was 1948, he doing? the Soviet Union decided to uh, starve the landlocked city of Berlin because Berlin mm. was on, because of its geographic location, it happened to be sitting in the eastern side of Germany. Gotcha. So they blocked all trade routes and train line supplies to Berlin, so the city was starving. <sighs> um, the Allies started, you know, Great Britain and U.S. started and France started dropping. Uh, started airdropping <laughs> supplies and food in. About 2.3 million tons of food, to be exact, uh, over the course of uh, three years. That's a fuck ton. 
Yeah, so it was a lot. 2.3 million tons of food dropped by the Allies uh, from 1940, from one year, 1948 to 1949. Um, anyway, uh, Halverson, 27 at the time, one of hundreds of pilots delivering the supplies. Um, these children kept coming up to him at the airport because he would always try to give them like a stick of bubble gum or some chocolate. Mm-hmm. And as, as the children's number grew, he started telling the children, hey, I'll wiggle my flaps when I'm incoming to signal you that it's me in the plane. And I will drop parachutes with the main food supplies for you kids. And it'll have bubble gum and candy and chocolate. Um, and so the rest of these German children started telling the other kids. <laughs> so before he knew it, he had a crowd. Right outside of the Berlin airport when he would make his airdrops. Um, he did this for over a month without permission from the Air Force, right? Oh, and his yeah. commanding officers. On two reasons. The red tape and the bureaucratic bullshit he would have to go through just to be able to do a good deed would make humongous delays. Right? Because mm-hmm. there's got to be paperwork and you got to okay it through so-and-so. Yeah, and they'll probably yeah, have to yeah. go through a general... Right? Mm-hmm. Um they, and then the second reason was they may have just told him no. Yeah. Can't do this. Um, but when he returned from his flight, his most recent flight from Berlin, Colonel James R. Hahn, commanding officer of the air base, wanted to see him. So he tucks his hat, goes into the office, starts getting a reprimand for doing this unannounced without permission, right? Yep. But then the commanding officer said, I want you to continue doing this, but just keep me in the loop this time. (laughs) So from July, 1948 to September, 1949, without permission, right? Mm -hmm. Still without like a a commanding issue. Halverson dropped 21 tons of candy on Berlin over the year. Damn. So this attracted, this act of generosity is what attracted a bunch of uh, notoriety for him in a way. Um, And it earned him the nickname, the Berlin candy bomber. (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, He does turn a hundred this Saturday and I thought it would be a good wholesome way to kind of wrap things up for us because this man, uh, Gail S. Hal Halverson, you, sir, are a true hero. Yeah. That's a good story. It's a good wholesome story. Right? Mm-hmm. So I think that about... I think that about does it for us this week. Do we have an email set up? Like, because I know we mentioned we had hate mail earlier. Not yet. We need... It was a comment on Facebook. But we don't have hate, uh, hate mail. We don't have hate mail set up. We don't have email set up yet, but you can still message us on Facebook. Tell us, you know, whatever. It's uh, the what right way Facebook? to do wrong. Facebook.com forward slash the white, the white Jesus. Christ. Oh my God. Oh my <laughs> Jesus God. Christ. Forward slash the right way to, to oh, I can't even do it now. Fuck me. <laughs> Facebook at the right way to do wrong. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> get us, like, blacklisted from everything. We're going to get so many fucking trolls now. Thank you, Corey. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I'm going to go die now.
<laughs> nice. Well, do you have anything you want to plug? Uh, not really. Please, please, uh, if you're listening to the show, go to the Facebook page. Give us a like and a follow. Uh, it it really does help us out if you give the show a share. Uh, tell yeah. your friends. Do a little promoting for us. We really, really would appreciate it. Would appreciate that so much. And also, I said we were going to have merch soon. That was a lie. I got a sample, and it was hot <laughs> garbage. Hot they garbage. printed they printed it on the backside. Ooh! Instead of the front. Ooh! <laughs> and uh, instead of it being all over the shirt like it's supposed to be, it was around the size of a piece of paper, like they had an iron on. I was like, "What the fuck is this?" Nice. Yeah, Solid. It was hot garbage. So after I find a better supplier, then we will have merch. Okay, cool. Well, this is what it's like, man. You got to work out all the fucking kinks, dude. Yeah, yeah. And I'm glad we tested it before just putting it up for sale. But yeah, exactly. And then got a bunch of pissed <laughs> off fucking pants, right? Yes. <laughs> so. But all right, guys. You guys have a good day. Um, yeah, thank you guys yourself- for listening. Uh, we, fuck, we hope you enjoyed the content. We uh, worked really hard on this one. So fuck you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, I you <laughs> and I hope you have a wonderful day and I hope you ascend into a higher existence. <laughs> Thank you and good night, motherfucker.